Montana Fair, day number three. Coming up the, this Friday on our phone lines is Dana Bowman, who's going to jump into Montana Fair. Good morning, Dana. How are we doing this morning? Great. I'm out here in Texas, outside of Weatherford, the roping capital of Texas, and just got back home last night after a rodeo in Wisconsin the last few days. But I'm really looking forward. I have a lot of friends up in town. Looking forward to seeing the students and uh, the surrounding schools there and um, just going to participate. Well, you know, I'll buy you a ticket for Montana Fair. You don't have to, you know, parachute in. Well, you know, somebody's got to do it. And, uh, you know, that's what's good about it. We share our stories on tragedies, accidents, the things that we have done, and it brings people together, especially patriotism. You know, a lot of that's going on around the country, you know, with, you know, people coming together and Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, and Coast Guard, and that's what it means. So one team, one voice out there. Yeah. Let's go back to a date in 1994. Let's tell our audiences what happened to you that day. Well, I was on the Army parachute team, the Gold Knights, and you might know of them. Uh, uh, they're the goodwill ambassadors for United States military or the United States Army. Uh, other um, services uh, have other DOD teams, Department of Defense team, which is the Blue Angels, the Thunderbirds, and the Army parachute team. I was a, a member of the team back in 1994, and uh, believe it or not, I just made it on the team. I was dubbed a Golden Knight to be able to do aero demonstrations all throughout the United States, uh, air shows and rodeos and fairs and you name it, just, just going out there, just portraying uh, uh, the United States military. And um, as myself, my partner, and my whole team, we were in Yuma, Arizona, and we were practicing, practicing a maneuver called the demanding diamond track. As myself and my partner performed this maneuver, we were at our last jump of the day. It was like the sixth jump of the day, about 10.30 in the morning in Yuma, Arizona. We were in a uh, Falker Friendship, uh, the C-31 Golden Knights airplane, and we were at altitude of about 13 to 14,000 feet above the ground. We had smokes con uh, uh, connected to our our ankles, and our objective was to exit out of the aircraft at this higher altitude where you had the crowd on the ground watching this red etched out diamond in the sky. And that's what they call the demanding diamond track. We exited the aircraft. Everything was great. You know, we did our little handshake, and we gained speed of, speeds of right around 150 miles an hour. At a pre-designated altitude, once you exit the aircraft, one person goes one way, one person goes the opposite way. You gain these speeds, and then at a pre-designated altitude, you turn around 180 degrees back towards each other. My altitude was about 7,500 feet. I turned around, and I looked for the smoke trail of my partner, Sergeant Jose Aguian. And I just remember like it was just today. Um, we got closer and closer and faster and faster in the scene. The crowd watched this happen. And... Um, Believe it or not, we got a little too close, and my partner went to veer off to one side because we were coming head on each other, and his arm clipped both my legs, and I lost both legs in this tragic accident. Uh, of course, that was life-changing for you. So how did you turn that negative into a positive? Well, um, you know, there was a lot of rehab, uh, you know, waking up in the hospital two days later, finding out your partner was now gone 
lost his life. Um, there were some other injuries on myself and just to be able to recover and, you know, get going again. Imagine waking up in the hospital uh, or, or starting today and then tomorrow you wake up and you have no legs. This is what happened. It was a, it was a reality. And it, and it definitely set in awful quick because I was on a special forces A team, a scuba team, a sniper team, a ranger team. And one split second, it was all taken away. Um, and, you know, there are a lot of uh, students, there are a lot of people that have these similar stories out there, and some of them just can't make it. They can't get that intestinal fortitude to say, you know, obviously I can deal with anything, and I can continue to be able to, like we did in the United States military, shoot, move, and communicate. And um, it, was, uh, it was a gra- drastic change. Believe it or not, five months after my accident, I um, was in Walter Reed Army Medical Center where a lot of our warriors come back from Iraq and Afghanistan and uh, go through their beginning rehabs. Well, as I was uh, in the hospital there, I just continue every day pushing the limits, you know, trying to get back in shape and working with these prosthetic limbs. And, and only five months after my accident, I snuck out of the hospital. I went back to Fort Bragg, North Carolina, at the home of the Airborne, and I participated in a wedding jump of a former gold knight. And with that video, those photos that I brought back Monday morning at Walter Reed Army Medical, kind of astounded the doctors, you know, because I told them what I was going to do, but they really didn't take me seriously. And that helped me to be able to get my foot in the door and reenlist back in the Army. Nine months after my tragedy, triumph arose, and I became the first double amputee to actually reenlist back in the United States military. Wow, wow. So, uh, you know, you perform like you were just over in Wisconsin this past weekend. You're going to be here in Billings for Service Day of America. When you jump in there, what statement are you telling the crowd? Well, my, my motto is it's not the disability, it's ability. And you have to look at it. <clears throat> we all have disabilities, and your disabilities are the things you think you can't do. Um, you know, since my tragedy... I, you know, left the military, uh, got my full retirement. I went to college, UND Aerospace up in North Dakota, because my dream was always to be a pilot. Now, could you imagine being a double amputee pilot, trying to convince the FAA uh, or even others? I mean, what type of a job do you think I'd have to uh, get or insurance being a double amputee? It was tough. I had to convince them, just give me a chance, let me show you what I can do. Now, you know, there's a lot of men and women that are paralyzed from the waist down or, you know, paraplegics, quadriplegics, blind, uh, all kinds of other tragedies. But you know what? Give your fellow American a chance. Let them show you what they can do. There's always something for us to do out there. You know, I became the first double empty helicopter instructor in the world, airplanes, seaplanes, helicopters, multi-engine, intimate commercial. I got all these ratings, and I still fly today. And just show them that, you know, what we can do together. Just believe in people. Well, Juan, thank you for coming on. Uh, what time are you jumping into Montana Fair about? Um, I think it's going to be in the evening around 6 or 7 o'clock, and um, it should be a, a big crowd. I'm looking forward to it. And Last time I was out in your neck of the woods last year, I was supposed to jump in for the town. I did get to speak to about six of the schools in the area, and uh, at least I'll be coming back to give them that rain check for that jump in. And, and then coming back later, 
uh, for some other things. I, I want to continue to speak at the schools because our students are our future. It's up to us being the role models that we are to show them maybe some leadership skills, a goal setting, uh, just about everything that we can give them. You know, Dana, if somebody wants more information, and plus uh, your Halo project, uh, they can go to what website? It's, you know, it's pretty easy. It's just haloforfreedom.org, or they can go danabowman.com. It's pretty easy, and they can connect with me. I travel all over speaking, jumping, helping, making a difference. It's not about me. You know, I was given a chance to live, and that's what I have to do each and every day, give back.